on deck for today, we are going to be looking at some different stocks that might uh, interest you. We're going to be looking at Nike's earnings. We're going to be looking at Disney, what's going on with their CEO and uh, their theme parks abroad. We're going to be looking at Apple and their Qualcomm deal. We're also going to be looking at Morgan Stanley and Blackstone. So with that being said, welcome to Let It Grow Investing. I am Jeff, and we are going to be covering all these and more on today's episode. So if you could make sure to like, subscribe, and share. Uh, subscribe so you don't miss out on any uh, future information as to what's going on out there. That would mean the world to me. And uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. All right, guys. So, you know, before we get into some of that Nike news, I just wanted to say that uh, this episode might be a little bit shorter. Uh, it's been a crazy week for me. If something could go wrong this week, uh, it feels like it's gone wrong. And I'm, I'm trying to fight through a lot of different problems. Uh, and we'll, we'll keep that uh, on the side burner. But anyhow, so my, my time here is cut a little bit short right now. But um, with that being said, we're looking at uh, Nike's earnings. And uh, overall, uh, it looks like a decent quarter. Uh, they said a lot of different things about um, their inventory rising. We heard that the, the overall theme and everything, all the business is still doing well. Uh, you know, they had some problems in Shanghai or in China with uh, production. They have uh, inventory levels have been building up over there and uh, sales have been down over there. Sales in North America, I believe on the apparel side of things, those were down. Footwear is still up, but they aren't really seeing a consumer pullback yet. So uh, a lot of the business looked decent. Earnings was good. Uh, but I do believe that they had a uh, a tax thing that uh, helped their numbers. And ultimately, I, I think they might have been like a little bit below where they thought they were coming in, but they had something that, that made their numbers come in higher on that tax side. So, you know, they went down about 7%. I don't really know that they needed to go down that 7% after uh, reporting on the 28th, which was... What's today? The 29th. So yeah, those came out yesterday, which was Tuesday. It'll be two days ago before you will hear it as this will be coming out uh, probably Thursday. I think that's what we're going to do here. So yeah, definitely had a fall. Uh, a lot of uh, numbers, you know, kind of mixed. I think Europe was a little bit light. Uh, like I said, Asia came in definitely light, but uh, they say the overall thesis is still there. You know, they're still leading the industry and um yeah, uh, they had some currency exchange problems and uh, some of the sales from abroad weren't really coming in too hot because of that exchange rate and the dollar being stronger right now. So a lot of different things going on. But um, so, yeah, that one is on the investing challenge for this week, week 27. I will just go ahead and cover those now. Um, Nike, NVIDIA, Lowe's, 3M and Netflix. So if you have not voted, please get over there to Let It Grow Investing on Facebook. And I will be buying one of these for our uh, investing challenge purchase this coming Monday. For week 26 on this past Monday, I bought Amazon. So thank you guys for voting again. And uh, right now it's looking like Lowe's is in the lead. So if you are uh, not voting for Lowe's, go ahead and get over there and uh, change that vote up and uh, get some other results in there. But uh, that being said, uh, out of Disney, right, uh, Bob Chapek has uh, been awarded a three-year uh, contract extension to remain the CEO in charge. 
And uh, I think they're kind of giving him another shot. We've talked about some of the problems with him and uh, Bob Iger, the the previous CEO, and you know a little bit of head clashing over there. And ultimately, they're going to go ahead and extend this uh, contract. So nothing really changes uh, critically there. But uh, hopefully, he can uh, manage them through uh, through the rest of the pandemic. Ultimately, come out of it and be much stronger. I know through the pandemic, it was very hard for them with their majority of their business and theme parks being shut down. The streaming did do well. We saw those numbers uh, outperform Netflix in this most recent quarter where uh, Netflix gave up, a, a, what, 200,000 subscribers. I think uh, Disney was able to grow them. Yes, some of those were probably through uh, package deals with other companies, the Disney, ESPN, Hulu deals. Uh, I know I had it through Verizon. I've seen some other people be uh, or issuing those deals or package deals into other plans as well. Uh, so there's a lot going on there where you you might be um, signing up for one service and getting that as part of a deal. Uh, and I don't really know that they're going to uh, keep those uh, subscriptions or not. Like, obviously, we'll, we'll see what happens uh, when people go forward. Uh, I actually just canceled one because it was in my Verizon plan that I didn't even know was there. I was paying like five or ten dollars extra a month to have it. And we already had it. So I, I went ahead and canceled that and as well as some other stuff just to save on that Verizon bill. But um, yeah, with that being said, the uh, the other news out of Disney is that the uh, the Shanghai Disney is uh, is opening back up. You know, China is uh, relaxing their COVID rules a little bit more. And I think we're going to see that instantly. Right. So we're not really waiting, uh, you know out in the future to have these numbers get boosted up. Those are going to be pretty, uh, pretty automatic. So I think that we're definitely going to see some of these revisions where we had downgrades. Uh, I think we're going to start catching some upgrades on some stocks that have anything to do with uh, China. So uh, I'm looking at um, Disney. I'm looking at Starbucks. I'm looking at McDonald's. I'm looking at all these different companies to have some some upgrades coming here soon. We are so used to getting these downgrades on these stocks that I think as uh, some of these rules are relaxed, I think we're really going to see some some positive movement out of these companies. So I am looking to get into these now. Uh, I did do some buying of some Starbucks. I uh, haven't bought any Disney uh, in the past month or so. Uh, I haven't bought any Nike. That one is not in my portfolio. But uh, it is one that I think could uh, could do well, although, you know, in the consumer discretionary type category right now, if we do enter a recession, I think that one's going to definitely get hurt. Um, Disney, yeah, I mean, I guess it could get hurt, but having the other parks open back up and have that streaming service, they, they've got a lot more verticals than just uh, apparel and footwear, uh, you know, what what Nike would have. So they've they've got a little bit wider of a business as far as I'm concerned. Um, so that being said, like I'm still trying to look to add to these positions in order to uh, to kind of get this rebound. Uh, another spot I'm looking to really catch this rebound is uh, we've talked about this one before is Qualcomm. That is a big player for me. I think we talked about that last time. Uh, we did. It was, or actually, this was two episodes ago where we were talking about my top 10 or top 15 stocks. Qualcomm is number 12 for me. And uh, I did just add some more. Why did I add more? 
Well, one, they have a, a great business. You know, they, they cover a lot of different things. I was just looking on their website. They are really focusing on AI, asset tracking, fleet management, robotics, manufacturing, uh, new facilities are looking to be, build manufacturing centers of the future. So they got a lot more uh, technology built into these uh, manufacturing facilities. They're looking into enterprise networking. They're doing uh, warehouse log logistics, but they've also got the laptop business that uh, a lot of people kind of forget about automotive wearables, audio uh, networking. Um, so a lot of other verticals than what a lot of people think of when they think Qualcomm. Uh, as you know, or if you don't know, Qualcomm had, you know, all the chips in iPhones were Qualcomm chips. Apple had said that they were building their own um, 5G modems going forward for the uh, iPhone 15. And Apple hit some snags. So they've got some development problems. And uh, ultimately, for 2023, they are using Qualcomm chips. Now, this has not been reported um, until yesterday, and these numbers have not caught up yet either. So we're really waiting to see some upgrades on Qualcomm. A lot of that uh, news has, you know, really brought the the stock down with uh, Apple developing their own chips. I've really been watching this one and looking to add, and uh, I went ahead and did that. So when I was looking at Qualcomm, what really catches my eye? Um, well, one, they have a, a super low PE versus where they normally are. They are trading at a 13.47 PE. You've got a 2.28% dividend. Let's see on the analyst research if they're catching any upgrades. Um, yeah, yesterday they caught two upgrades and... I mean, yesterday they were probably around 127-ish, and now today they are 130. But with that in mind, the two upgrades that they caught yesterday from Baird and KeyBank uh, were 250 and $220, respectively. So, you know, that's got about, uh, I mean, you're, you're close to double on uh, some of those there. And, you know, overall on uh, 19 ranked analysts, you've got... Uh, a price target of 192, 47% uh, upside. But that was without the news of Apple using Qualcomm chips for 2023. So I think these numbers, uh, that average is probably a little bit light in my uh, in my opinion, anyhow. Um, so I think we're going to see some more upgrades. I went ahead and bought some. It, uh, it's been a, uh, a great stock for me. You're getting it at a super low PE. I think the five-year average on this is a 17. And uh, ultimately, just one that I will continue to own. Um, you know, I think at 13 times, I don't really think you can lose on this one. And uh, you get a small dividend. It is going to outpace the S&P. Plus, you got a lot of growth. And uh, I think some of that growth has not been fully accounted for with uh, this Apple deal not being included to a lot of these numbers. So I'm really looking to add some more. Uh, even if I have to swing trade this one, if it gets up to that $200 price point, I might trim some. But uh, I think at 130, I, I don't think we're going to lose on it. That's just my my opinion. Not an analyst, not financial advice. Do your own research. But I do think that this one is going to do well uh, in the near future. And we, we've seen that time and time again. We've, we've uh, had this stock run up to the 160s and then drop back down to 130. 
rally again up to, you know, about 185. Uh, that was Christmas Eve. And now we are back down into the 120s. We've seen this pattern. And uh, for me, this pattern with this amount of news, I, I do think we're going to move all up higher. Uh, you know, it depends on what the recession does. If people are out buying iPhones, uh, I think wholeheartedly, I, I think that people are going to buy their iPhones over food sometimes. That's kind of the uh, the crutch that everyone leans on for everything that is their personal lives. Uh, so I don't think at Apple phones are going to take a major hit. I, I do think that, you know, there, there might be a couple people that might, uh, you know, opt for a cheaper phone, this, that, or the other. But I think people are still going to be buying these phones if they need them. And sometimes even if they don't need them. But uh, so that one for me is one that I really want to take a look at. And then uh, we were looking at uh, Morgan Stanley. I started talking about that one. Uh, they did just a approve a $20 billion buyback. And, uh, you know, this stock, what are they? They've got about $136 billion in market cap. So that's what, uh, about, what, 18% roughly as uh, that they're buying back themselves. So they've got enough cash on the balance sheet. They've got about a 3.6% dividend right now. They did just come down from uh, a high of 109 in February, currently trading uh, off of the yearly lows at 70 for the, the yearly low was $72.23. They're at 78.18 right now. And, uh, you know, I, I do think that the financial stocks still should do well uh, with some of the rate hikes. And uh, I, I don't really think that they have any default risk on uh, other money abroad. So I really do think that they are in a good spot. They have a price target of $99.59, about 27% of upside from here. But uh, like I said, you do get a little bit more in that dividend. They are doing a multi-year $20 billion buyback, which should uh, only help the uh, the stock price. And uh, yeah, there's a there's a good amount of, uh, of buys on this one as well. Uh, one hold that I'm seeing, but uh, most of them are all buys over a $100 price target. And uh, if you're looking to get into a, a financial stock, this might be a good one on uh, on the news of that buyback. So Take a look at that one as well. Uh, but with that being said, I'm going to take a quick break. I will come right back and we're going to finish this one up with some uh, some other news that we need to cover. So stick around. All right. We are back here on the show. So uh, where do we start? We want to look at uh, a couple things here. We want to look at uh, consumer sentiment. We want to look at Blackstone. Uh, I'm looking at the Jewel and uh, Altria deal. And uh, trying to see if that stake of uh, of Jewel in uh, in Altria's portfolio is going to be a problem. But uh, first off, if you can go ahead and uh, uh, like, subscribe, and share, and join the Let It Grow Investing Facebook group, that would be great. Uh, we're trying to build a community of like-minded investors uh, to where we can ultimately share some information in real time. Uh, you know, I try to share a bunch of different things that I see that really. Uh, fit my portfolio, my investing style. But uh, if you see something that uh, you think would help the group, go ahead and share it up. And uh, if you are not joined, please uh, you know, answer the questions, join the group, and I'll uh, get you approved and get you let in. And uh, that just tries to keep out the, the scammers and the spammers that are out there. Uh, I do not need that. I don't have time for that either. So I try to keep it out for everyone. 
And, uh, you know, with that being said, consumer sentiment hit a new low. I think it's a, uh, a 16 month low. And, uh, what's the number? Um, I guess it really doesn't matter the number. Uh, I think it was something like 98 or something like that was a consumer sentiment. But, uh, yeah, a lot of people are, you know, really up in arms with the way that everything is going out there. You know, a lot of different uh, costs are going up. We're seeing housing going up, rents going up. That one is a, a big one right now. Uh, some of the uh, the lockups on raising rates or uh, raising rents have, uh, you know, been lifted. And so a lot of the people that have been in a house or, you know, haven't had any uh, increases, they're now being increased. And, uh, you know, some places as much as uh, 30, 40 percent. Um, I forget which one. I think Arizona was 17 percent. I want to say Miami was top of the list like that one was closer to 35 or 40 percent. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I, I believe that one was the high one. And, uh, you know, like I said, a, a lot of these prices, food and, and oil and gas, granted, oils come down, you know, a, a couple cents. Of course, I buy an electric car and gas comes down. That's how it would work. But um, yeah, so a, a lot of fears out there as to what's going on. So a lot of volatility. We're still seeing that after this uh, consumer sentiment number came out uh, on Tuesday. Uh, it was green. The market was all green. Everything was looking good to go. I think the Dow was up 400 and then we just hit a wall. We hit an absolute wall, major sell off, lots of red. That continued throughout the day. I think we trended a little bit higher, but ultimately we still closed lower. And, uh, you know, similar story on Wednesday, you know, kind of mixed up, down, up, down. I think it traded uh, above and below the unchanged line on the Dow, something like 50 times on Wednesday. But uh, I believe we closed lower. And overall, I, I think that's uh, that's where we ended. Uh, I know I was lower, but um, where are the markets? Let's see. U.S. markets on E-Trade. Oh, yeah. If you're looking to uh, start a portfolio, I do have links in the description for E-Trade, Crypto.com, Binance, and Webull. And uh, yeah, Dow was up by 80. NASDAQ was down by three. S&P was down by two. But uh, yeah, one, one that definitely pulled my account down today. And this one owes me nothing. So I'm really not too bummed about it. In fact, I bought more was Blackstone. And uh, Blackstone ticker BX, the uh, the private equity firm, uh, they had some some legal uh, you know hurdles to overcome that were thrown their way uh, at the pandemic low. They went out and bought about twenty billion dollars of housing, and uh, I think there's about a five billion dollar deal on some low income housing that uh, they're kind of getting wrapped up in some litigation. They they bought it from AIG. AIG signed some different agreements uh, over a decade ago, and now AIG is trying to pass the buck off to Blackstone that this is now their problem. Uh, so ultimately, Blackstone traded down. Um, so I went ahead and bought more. Uh, I don't know where this one's going to stop. We've seen this one trend low before. Uh, again, you know when it got back into the the nineties, then it, it rallied right back up. We, we've seen this one move up and down around these numbers and uh, anything below 95, I'm going to buy this. Uh, currently, the PE is sitting at a 12.9. You're getting about a 4.8% dividend to hold on to it. They just announced a special dividend that'll be fully announced uh, closer to that date in August. 
Uh, so I'm waiting for that special dividend. I really hope it's uh, something nice that uh, is going to be rewarding for holding this stock. 11 analysts are saying uh, 58% of upside for a $144 price target. And uh, I do think that this litigation is going to be something that they're going to get through. Uh, yes, it, it it is going to fall in their lap, but uh, you know it's on these low income housing with uh, what was the company, uh, the Presbyterian? Where is it? Presbyterian Vill Villages in Michigan. So, um, yeah, it had uh, refurbished with construction financing from AIG. You know, you can read the article. I'll I'll post this link on here as well from Financial Times. But like I said, this one is uh, going to have about $1 trillion in assets under management or AUM. If you see AUM, that's assets under management. They're looking to get to that number sooner than later. Uh, I believe it was forecasted for 2028, and I think they're going to be there uh, within two years. So that's one that I really want to add to. And uh, that 4.8% dividend is great. You got 58% of upside, a PE of 12. Yes, they have some legal battles, but who doesn't? Uh, every, every company out there, you know, this size is going to have some legal battles and, uh, one that I do feel comfortable buying. I've owned this one forever. Um, let me pull up when I bought it, but, uh, it has been a long time for me that, like I said, they, they owe me nothing. Um, I've owned this one since $42 and what, let's check the tax lots here as to how long I've been holding this one. Um, man, I got to go way back and I can't even find it on here. Oh, there we go. It's on the left side. I was looking, uh, I've owned this one since 2017. So I've been in this one for about five years and those shares are up over 200% for me. Uh, so like I said, this one owes me nothing. It's, it's served me well. The dividends keep rolling in and, uh, they are steadily growing. So through some weakness, through some volatility, I'm going to add to that position. Uh, and again, it's probably one that is in my top 15. Yep, it made the top 15. It is number 14. Uh, and it's one that I feel comfortable adding. And I am very happy with the dividends that it is paying. Uh, and my yield is 5.6% uh, on this one is what it says currently. But I think that is wrong. I'd have to do some math to get that actual number. But uh, then I was saying about uh, Altria. Um, and this one, they own a stake in Juul, J-U-L-L. Those are the vape uh, cigarette pens. And um, the uh, appeals court just delayed the, uh, the FDA's ban on Juul e-cigarettes. Uh, more so a delay. They're, they're letting the, uh, the appeal go through. It's a, a temporary stay. And uh, it's it's not anything that's going to be finalized. They're, they're going to still go to the appeals court. But uh, ultimately, they granted Jewel the request to delay the FDA's ban and uh, buys us a little bit of time. I don't know that this one is foolproof. Um, it still could be a problem. A lot of people are crediting Jewel for, you know, getting them to stop smoking cigarettes. Uh, so that is something that could be beneficial to the, uh, to the argument. But, uh, I do think that they still have to crack down and make sure that, uh, it's not getting people started. Uh, I think that's the other side of the, the coin that a lot of people are looking at is that's another way 
to get a younger audience started into smoking and get them addicted to nicotine. And uh, ultimately, that's what they don't want to happen. But uh, Altria, at ticker is MO. I've owned this one a long time as well. Hasn't done as well for me as Blackstone. But uh, currently, it is a 8.3% dividend on this one. So it is nice to have those dividend checks rolling in every quarter. And uh, ultimately, one that just kind of you know lingers and it, it's just going to pay me that 8%. So I kind of view it as a bond rather than a stock. It's uh, safe to a point. Yes, it's got some uh, declining sales in cigarettes, but that's been going on for a long time. And this one is just kind of, you know, it just keeps trucking along. And, uh, you know, they, they do have other businesses. They've got some wine business. They've got some other investments in the other uh, marijuana pl- uh, plays that uh, you would think that they would be in. And if that gets legalized, I think Altria and uh, Philip Morris will be ones that really take advantage of that and and go after it on a much larger scale than some of the smaller companies. So that's still one that I want to add to uh, for that 8% dividend. That is a, a monster dividend and they are dividend kings. It's been 50 plus years that Altria has increased their dividend. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just a, a massive payer and, and one that I will add to. I know a lot of people view these as sin stocks they don't want anything to do with tobacco or uh, casinos or anything else like that. Uh, for me, it's it's one that I'm looking at as a uh, a long term investment that really is going to pay those in- increasing dividends over time, and that's why I'm in it. Uh, if you look deep enough, any any large corporation is going to be hurting someone in, in one way or another. So. Um, your call on sin stocks. Uh, I know some people don't like it. That's the only reason I bring that up. But uh, with that being said, I know I covered these uh, uh, investing challenge stocks, Nike, NVIDIA, Lowe's, 3M, Netflix. As I said, Lowe's is in the lead right now. Nike, I do think could be uh, posed for a a nice comeback. We could definitely see that one uh, rally into the end of the year. You know, maybe we'll get a Santa Claus rally. Um, and maybe we'll get that Chinese business or Asian business as well as China to come back online and some of that business really take off. I still think NVIDIA's got a very bright future. And uh, Lowe's, you know, it's got a lot going for it right now. I do think that is a better buy than Home Depot at this point in time. Uh, Due to a lower PE, I think the, the dividend was close, but the peg ratio was lower on Lowe's as well. Some other factors that I was looking at when I was putting these uh, these five names together. 3M, yes, they got some uh, some more legal battles with some hearing protection for soldiers. And then uh, Netflix, you know that their, uh, their subscriber growth was falling. But uh, ultimately, one that could uh, get a turnaround, especially if people aren't going out and spending a bunch of money. If we really do have a recession, maybe we're going to kind of hunker down, stay at home, watch more TV, kind of get back to that pandemic lifestyle. I'm, I'm not sure if that's going to happen or not, or if people will... Uh, ultimately still want to be outside, but uh, could be a case where people renew their uh, their Netflix subscriptions, especially if they really crack down on the password sharing and make it to where each household really has to have their own Netflix subscription. So that could really be a driver for some future growth as well. But uh, that being said, get over to the Let It Grow Investing page on Facebook, get your votes in, I will be buying one of these. This is going to be the first purchase of the second half of 2020. So please help me make uh, a good purchase for the uh, the first 
part of the second half of the year. And uh, yeah, share up the group, share up the podcast. And thank you guys very much for stopping by. I'm going to get out there, finish up this week. We are going to have a long holiday weekend. So get out there, uh, be safe and, uh, and have fun. And uh, with that being said, take care. I will catch you guys in the next one. Thank you for stopping by here on Let It Grow Investing. Please make sure to like, subscribe, and share to build a community of like-minded investors. If you do have questions for me or for the group, you can find us over there on Let It Grow Investing podcast on Facebook. This is not professional financial advice. I am not a professional financial advisor. Please make sure to do all your own research before investing in any security. I do have links in the description to help get you started on E-Trade, Webull, Crypto.com, and Binance. And a friendly reminder that a goal without a plan is just a dream. So go ahead and build your plan, uh, design your portfolio, and stick to it. Thanks for stopping by. I will catch you guys in the next one.